One of the greatest things about Female Fusion is our members. We are made up of female entrepreneurs from all over the world, every nationality, every culture, and we are united in our drive for building profitable businesses. And that is why over the next 30 days, I am so excited to share with you stories of our members and sharing with you their tales of how they got started, the highs and lows of business, and their top tips to inspire you along the way. Welcome to another episode of Women on the Rise and our special podcast edition where we are featuring 30 female fusion members from all over the world who are sharing their entrepreneurial journey. And today I am joined by Julie Lewis, who is the founder of Mountain High, which is the first expedition company in the Middle East. Julie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's fantastic to be here. I love the setting. It's great. It's, it's quite just, an adventure. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's we're loving the podcast adventure and it, it's so interesting to add in the element of video as well yes. as voice as well. So you're able to have different types of content super smart multimedia yeah yeah, yeah so enough about me <laughs> let's talk about you <laughs> how how did mountain high get started oh that's a great question and you know many moons ago i think it's 23 now um i climbed a mountain for my 40th birthday and um, my background's in sports science. So I was in the health, fitness, and sports management industry. And I was really needing a change. And then the, the world threw a change. The universe threw a change at me personally in terms of I was widowed when I was 36. And that kind of made me really reassess what I wanted to do, what I, where I wanted to go, how I wanted to kind of create this new canvas. And part of that journey was going to climb a mountain um, for my 40th birthday and reaching the summit and kind of thinking I'm on a mountain I'm on a natural high I can see a whole new world from here and wouldn't this be amazing for more people in particular women to experience this to challenge themselves not necessarily because they've had a challenge but just to be out in nature and connect with different cultures and just challenge themselves physically mentally and emotionally um so I, I literally came running down the mountain telling everybody i just climbed a mountain i just climbed a mountain <laughs> um and i came back to dubai and somebody from the gulf news at the time contacted me and said can we write a story about you because most women when they hit 40 they don't want to talk about being you know yeah. 40 and, and now I think, we're all climbing and now we're all right? saying you know it's yeah. amazing you know um so i said sure and that kind of triggered off lots of people calling me or coming into the offices in the Dune Centre at the time because I worked for an adventure travel company saying, I'm going to be 40, I'm going to be 50, I want to climb a mountain, what are you doing next, where are you going next? And uh, one of them was a lovely Norwegian lady uh, that worked for Dubai Duty Free, Janneke. And we sat and had several cappuccinos. <laughs> And then we came up with the concept of taking uh, a team of women to Everest Space Camp in Nepal, which oh. we did 20 years ago. It's actually 20 years ago this year. Yes, because so, um, you yeah. celebrated your 60th birthday as well, which yes. I'm going to talk to you about. Yeah. So 18 of us went all the way to Everest Space Camp singing The Only Way Is Up. Uh, <laughs> and we raised around $80,000 for a mobile breast screening unit uh, in our lane. We had three nurses on the trip. I came back from that trip, Jen, and I just thought, I was born to do this. I'm not meant to be in an office organizing programs. I'm, I'm meant to be out leading groups, you know, coming up with challenges. So I actually started Mountain High in 2003 from my kitchen table. Um, 
managed to find myself um, a sponsor in terms of going under the umbrella of their company. Mm-hmm. So I was a division of Creative Travel Solutions. So that really made a huge difference to get kickstarted. And really, it was that first mountain climb, the, the trip to Nepal. And I challenge anybody to go to Nepal and not come back changed in some way. Yeah. Um, and literally, it was right, OK, now what do I want to do? I've got this. I've left my job. I've said I'm going to start an expedition company. Where do I want to go? And how's people going to find out about me? And yeah, so it was it was kind of pioneering stuff because, I mean, now there's quite a few companies yeah. that run expeditions, but at the time, you were there the was, first. Uh, I was the first. There was a, a Gulf for Good, which is a charity organization. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for somebody to kind of go all out and kind of do the research, market the trips, train people, talk to them about gear, go and do it, mission completed. And I think because... There was nobody else doing it at the time. It got lots of media coverage mm. because when you are the minority and you're doing something edgy, but you're doing it with people, that means there's lots of great stories. And yeah. People love stories. Women, all ages, all nationalities, all shapes and sizes doing things that they didn't think they could do. And all of a sudden it's like, tell me the story. Show so me the powerful. pictures. Yeah. Really, really powerful. But one thing that I... I think is so interesting and I would really love for more women, I think, well, all people as well, to know that it's never too late to do something different, oh gosh, yeah. right? That I think sometimes, you know, back generations before it was, you got your job, you did your job, you retired and then you died. Yes. Where now, <laughs> really? Like that's kind of yes. how it was, right? Yeah. And now it's like, well, I have my job, don't really like it, going to do something different. And mm. they're... I think there still is a little bit, maybe not so much in the younger generation, like no. my kids' generation, they just want to try everything. Yes. But people in their 40s, their 50s, their 60s, mm. 70s are like, this doesn't fulfill me. I want to do something different. Yeah. But some people are scared to make that change. Yeah. But you showed that that is <laughs> possible, right? And yes. to really make yeah. a big change and build a business out of it. Yeah, I was 41. Yeah. And um, I'm 61 now. So it's 20 years ago. And I think, you know, it's okay to wake up one morning and think, I want to do something totally different. And it yeah. literally was that, you know, the people, some people call it the bathroom mirror moment. You're brushing your teeth thinking, what am I doing with my life? I need to go and do this. What happened to that little girl that was going to be an explorer or going to be, you know, um, whatever you dreamt of as a girl? And because yeah, I had a globe when I was a little girl that my father gave me. We used to spin the globe and we used to say, I want to go there. And then I'd have dreams about that place. Like, what happened to that little girl? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, ping. she's back. She's back. <laughs> and whether you know your the 20s, 30s, 40s, every decade, I think it's important to just do a little bit of an audit and say, mm. am I happy? Is this giving me joy? Is it rewarding, you know, financially, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Am I um, growing and learning? Um, am I contributing? Am I making a difference? And then kind of adjusting from there. So, you know, for me, it's never too early and it's never too late. So if people are thinking, oh, but I'm 50 now, it's like... And? <laughs> and exactly. Well, and, you know, the thing is, I, I was researching this because I did a podcast on this earlier because I, I was hearing from so many people like, oh, you know, I'm too old to try that. Oh, mm. you know, I really wanted to have a business, but, you know, I'm too old. I'm going to retire in 10 years. I'm like, 
and you've got 10 years. What are you doing yes. with that 10 years? Why yeah. not? Yeah. And there's statistics show that the older the entrepreneur, the higher the rate of success of the business. And I think it's because you have that life experience, you yeah. have the work experience, you have the wisdom to make the decisions in business that maybe you wouldn't have made in your 20s. Sure much more resilient and you're doing it by choice and when you're doing something by choice rather than I should be doing this but I'd really like to do that instead to just really give it a go I think you know neuroplasticity tells us that you can teach an old dog new tricks you know you can rewire your brain and actually go and do a a course somewhere or go to a seminar read a book and think wow it's just opened up some new neural pathways for me I'm going to go and give that a go, you know, and I just read something the other day about a 93-year-old woman completing a marathon. Wow. And, uh, okay, so it took her 14 hours, but you think, oh my gosh, you know, and I think, you know, one of the things for entrepreneurs, I know we're going to come onto this, is really taking care of your body. Self-care. Yeah. It's yeah. it's so, so important at every age and stage um, because, you know, all of this um, giving, 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 you know, being of service yeah. requires you to really take charge of your uh, own health. And I think particularly for entrepreneurs as mm. well, right, that yeah. if you work for a company, if you get sick, if you're not taking care <laughs> yes. of yourself, you can go on sick leave. You yeah. can get, you know, paid for however long and yes. you have that time to recover. Yeah. If you are a business owner, yeah. unless you're paying for a hefty insurance policy, and I did look into that, that it's like $200 a month to mm. put into an insurance policy like that, yes. that you're not going to get, you're not going to get a salary. And yeah. if you're not looking after yourself, how are you going to run your business? Now, if you're a bigger business, you'll have people running it for you, but Mm. how do you take care of yourself? Yeah, I mean, especially in my industry, because in the early days it was expedition, 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 and then it got into the speaking because people said, tell us about your trip, you know, show us pictures, tell us stories. Um, So then it kind of progressed and evolved into kind of more speaking and the expeditions of the cherry on the icing on the cake. But it was really like, okay, if I can't, if I'm not physically capable, if I twist my ankle even... You know, then it's it's game over. So in terms of um, the risk associated with that, then I made sure that, you know, for me, it's always triple my self-care when I know I've got some, you know, big challenges coming up, whether I've chosen them or they've they've chosen me. It's like self-care, self-care, self-care. And people shouldn't feel guilty about it. Definitely not. No, it's like those daily deposits because we all know what happens when we think I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. And then... Something bites then you in you the bum sick. and you think, oh, because I'm yeah. not eating, I'm not getting enough sleep, I'm not working out, I'm not hydrating, you know, I'm taking on everybody's challenges, you know, I'm trying mm. to do everything. And I think outsourcing for an entrepreneur is huge, um, yeah. as is having a, a, you know, a support network, an ecosystem, um, you know, when you first start. When I first got my big sponsor, you know, it was Land Rover, thankfully, and they gave me a vehicle that would cross all terrain and they had a marketing company and a PR company and they said oh, just send us bullet points and pictures it was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> oh. bullet points pictures and then you know across the, the board um and that was a good five years and I think that made a huge difference that you know you need to have this ecosystem of support around you who can help you with you know marketing sales your branding your positioning you know um your media absolutely everything it depends on what kind of sector you're in um but it's so important to have that yeah resources 
You can't be doing all of that yourself. (laughs) It's like, when do I sleep? (laughs) Yeah, recipe for burnout, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And speaking about kind of the the burnout or the overwhelm of running a business, this is really your zone of genius. How can entrepreneurs, when they're building their business, whether it's startup or seven or eight figures, how can they prevent that burnout? Yeah, I think, you know, I talk a lot about resilience um, in business and in life and in relationships and absolutely everything. It's a super, um, it's a soft skill. People say it's a soft skill, but it has such a big difference. So for me, resilience is, first of all, being optimistic. You know, if you get up in the morning and think it's another great day on the planet, you're in a good position. Yeah. If you go, oh, God, it's another day I've got, you know, this to do. Um, so I think it's a mindset, definitely much a mindset. Um and really um, setting healthy boundaries and, and you know, being yes. clear agreements and saying, this is what I need by when, by whom, you know. So it's actually having a strategy. And I think a strategy is really, really important because that helps you in knowing that you can delegate because resilience, people think, oh, you just stand on your own and you keep on going, you keep on going. It's like, no, you don't. You know that you can stand on your own. You can yeah. be the minority of one. However, you have this ecosystem say, can you just help me with this? And I think asking for help um, is a, a lesson that I learned very early on that I need to ask for help. Yeah. We say, Julie, you're this warrior, so strong, you don't need to do it. I said, I need help. But we all, <laughs> but we all need help, We right? all need help, yes. Yeah. So I think it's asking for help, um, you know, being open and flexible. You try one way, it doesn't work, try a different way. Ask, you know, find a coach, a mentor, find a group like Female Fusion where you can actually tap into the knowledge and wisdom of that collective and not feel, I've got to do everything by myself. I have to reinvent the wheel when somebody's kind of already fast forward and done yeah. it for you or has the templates. Um, isn't it? Isn't it nice that um, what I notice and I love it when I see this that if somebody is stuck because we have a community um, that's online, if somebody's stuck, they'll go and write a post. They'll put a message mm-hmm. up and say, you know, I'm feeling, I'm struggling with this or this yep. is really hard. And all of a sudden, you'll have twenty or twenty-five women jump in. Yeah to support you yeah, and to know that you don't have to suffer alone, that you're not struggling with that. Yeah. And that's so important because that's, um, I'm thinking of Brené Brown daring greatly, you know, the courage to be vulnerable to say, Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm usually on the game on the board, yeah. but I need help, you know? So I almost have a code system. Like I'm at five, you know? <laughs> I need help, you know, because yeah. I'm normally at a 10, I'm at a five. I need some help with this. You know, do you know anybody that can help me with this? So I think asking for help is huge, but the big, big thing, especially if, um, you know, your work, involves you know dealing with a lot of clients being physical and producing I think it's so important that you say time out you know that yeah. we put in a calendar me and when somebody says can I meet you and say I've got nope. another commitment they don't need to know you're going for a massage or you're just going to actually go and do a yoga class or but, take a power nap it's but just, you shouldn't feel bad about no, that right? exactly because there's this status almost like I'm busy I'm busy I'm swamped I'm busy yeah. and it's like can you just take it, you know, take it easy? So I think, you know, it's great with female fusion because there's so many different aspects to it that, you know, it is about well-being, it is about business, it is about outsourcing, it is about finding people who are doing what you want to do and having that template or those nuggets that will help you fast forward instead of having to work it out all yourself and knowing that you can just say, hey, you know, hey, sister. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're you're never alone, right? Mm. Somebody is, whatever you are going through, somebody has gone through it before. So why not tap into that collective wisdom to be able to get that support? Yeah. 
So it's really, really important. I can't highlight that enough, you know. Take care of yourself, ask for help, you know, show your vulnerability, be courageous, you know, take risks. I often think as entrepreneurs, as waterfalls, you know, I'm working on my second book and it's all about the element of water because you say stand strong like a mountain, but it's also being very you know, intuitive, emotive, receptive and saying, going with the flow. And I think of a waterfall, you know, mm. like you're going over the edge, trusting yeah. that you're going to land. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this river of resilience. So there's a lot of things that, you know, we need. We need that courage. We need the trust. We need to know when to say no, when to say yes, to take risks, um, to have that support network. Yeah. Being able to say no is <gasps> such a skill. Right. It is, and isn't it? <laughs> so many people have problems with it. I used yeah. to when I had my my first businesses as well. And now with female fusion, I'm like, I'm just gonna say no, I'm not gonna do things that yeah. don't bring me joy. Yes. Yeah. And I wish that I would have had that skill mm-hmm. earlier when I had my first businesses because it would have saved me a lot of stress. <laughs> it's like yes, 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 yes. And then why did I say yeah. yes? I why did I no. say yes? Oh my goodness, yes. I'm not sleeping. Yeah. Where now it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yep. Don't want to do it. So if you don't want to do it, don't do it. It's interesting you touched on joy because for me, that's one of my highest emotional priorities. Does it bring me joy? Yes. Does it give me peace? Uh, Does it bring me freedom? Am I growing because of that or am I helping somebody else grow? So it's got some little ticks, you know, about. Do you you think, though, that that also comes with age and with wisdom? Yes. Because I think 30-year-old Jen wouldn't have done that. Okay. Where 50-year-old Jen will because I'm at a point where I just don't care. Mm. <laughs> you know? yeah, you can like, choose. I'm you know? going to, uh, uh, you, you have more options. Yes. Yeah. And I hope that younger women see that, that actually, even if it looks like it, because I said yes to a lot of things because mm-hmm. I had this, this fear about, well, how am I going to pay my bills? How will I pay my mortgage? If I don't yes. say yes to that, yeah. I'm not going to have that contract where what I didn't realize is saying no to that opened up opportunities mm. elsewhere that probably would have brought me joy. Yes. Yeah. I think it's knowing your worth as well, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's a lot of time and, and energy and time and energy you can't really get back. Once you've spent them, they're gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can never <laughs> you know, get that it's back. It's using them wisely, really. And we, my view is I only want to work with nice people now. Shared values, yeah, yeah, makes it so much easier. Yeah, people that get you. <laughs> but isn't that's a great thing about having your own business? Yes, that you can work with nice people. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I think it's having that choice and know when is enough. You know, when people say, and then you can retire, and it's like I'm, I'm refiring. You know, after a couple yeah. of years, um, you know, during the lockdown, which we all experience, and doing various other kind of challenges where you kind of go off the radar but then you want to come back because you think I've learned I've grown um I've learned so much I want to share that I've integrated it into my life now it's time yeah. to share it um so, much value so for me it's about add. refiring you know the 60 years on the planet project was I need to go out to play I haven't been out leading expeditions for two years I've been speaking you know on virtual behind a screen I want to go back on the stage you know it's it's there in you and it's just this fire in the belly again to 
to go out there. So it was very much like one trip every other month, you know, well, you get everybody out. Epic <laughs> adventure. So when you turned 60 last year, you did mm. an epic adventure where you were like, 60 years on the planet, let's go. Yes, Woo-hoo! exactly. I'm still <laughs> Just kicking. so cool. So yes. how many countries did you do for expeditions in the end? Um Globally, I've run around 69 expeditions to... For your challenge Oh, for my challenge. It was um, eight countries, yes. Wow, and how many expeditions? And three... um, I mean, so far we've been to Antarctica three times, which is a blessing, it really, really is. I mean, to go once in a lifetime is a blessing, but to go three times and then the Arctic. So... um, it was great because there was some very, very cold, like the top of the earth, the bottom of the earth and everything else in between. You know, I took a group of um, people half my age <laughs> up a mountain and in Turkey. And you were probably like and the first one up I was there the mountain well. man. No, I wasn't actually. It was like, I'd lead from the back, you know, because <laughs> I know that everybody else ahead of me yeah. is fine. So, you know, it's, I, it's not about me. It's about it. When I have done some of the things where it's about me, like attempting to swim the English Channel, it doesn't have quite the same about it I think mm. I'm more about um, groups and seeing other people transform yeah. to I can't do that I can do that. I'm doing it I'm doing I've done it <laughs> you know, kind of thing that so that shift that transformation of uh, that journey of who you become as a result of doing that you know it's nice to stand on top of the mountain it's nice to be across the other side of the water knowing you've kayaked or swam it but it's who you become as a result Absolutely. of that and who you become through your business and the people that you meet along the way Yes, the people that you meet along the way when you have your business shape everything. And that's really who you surround yourself with, isn't it? Yes. It was at Jim Rohn, they become the average of five people you spend the most time with. So it's really, really important to be able to have these um, hard conversations, soft conversations, authentic conversations, um, and, you know, knowing that you've got access to coaches, to mentors, to guides, to mm. people that have been there, done that, got the T-shirt, got the scars. Yeah. You know, I mean, I often think in my 40s, I was this explorer. And in my 50s, was like the warrior kind of, you know, dealing with things. And in 60s, it's kind of like, I'm the sage now. <laughs> right, know, I've had yeah. all of these experiences. The and like you, you can say, I can say no to that. So I can say yes to this. And yeah. does it bring me joy? You know, am I making a difference? Am I contributing? Um, is this going to keep me up at night, but in a good way? Or yeah. is it really going to be like not good for my soul? Yeah. 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 And that's what we want is to do... <laughs> What's good for our soul? Soul food, yeah. 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 Julie, thank you so much thank for being you. on podcast <laughs> and sharing your I wisdom. Know, amazing. It's great. And I think it's great that you've done audio and video. That's super smart. Oh, thank That's you. That's so an entrepreneurial much, sign. You can multipurpose. <laughs> you can repurpose it. Yeah. That's what we do in Female Fusion. And That's we will what be we do. sharing with all of our members how they can do it as well. Amazing. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Women on the Rise podcast and our 30 most inspiring female entrepreneurs. If you are inspired by today's episode, why not come and join us in Female Fusion? We would absolutely love to have you. This is where you will be able to connect with the most incredible female entrepreneurs who are all committed to building a most profitable business. All you need to do is head over to femalefusionnetwork.com forward slash join. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.